Hello and welcome to O2B, a podcast, our Huddersfield Town podcast. It's episode 28. Uh, I'm Rory Benson, your host. Joining me today is Ben Hall from Terriers TV. Um, just a bit of housekeeping to get us out, uh, get to get out of the way first. Uh, beer 52 is our sponsor. Uh, if you put in the code Huddersfield to the website, you can get a crate of eight beers for 5.95 rather than 39 pounds or something like that. Um, so a good offer, and thanks for Beer 52 for sponsoring it. Um, let's crack on, Ben. Welcome to Who to Be a podcast. Um, we'll start off by talking about the Bournemouth game. Um, probably quite a forgettable trip for for most people. But what were your did, thoughts? Where, where did we start? Yeah. I mean, starting off, we had a pretty good start. In this first ten minutes, we need to start killing off games in the first twenty minutes or so. I don't think. Well, I haven't watched the highlights yet because I don't really want to. But putting it off. You're putting it off because. The officials got me so angry at the game, but I don't think I, don't, I really don't think it would have fallen out of the edge. To be honest, don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was. Well, from when I was looking at it, I just thought he's tried making a meal out of it. But if I look, probably watch it again, it probably was. Yeah, I think it's one of those tackles where maybe 50, 50, yeah. yeah, maybe ten years ago you'd get that, but te- yeah, ten years ago it'd be absolutely fine. But nowadays you kind of think maybe. He's gone through the man a little bit. There is a little touch on the ball, but I think I think Tanner is slightly hard done by there. Yeah. The second one, the offside, touch and go. Really, I'd say he's da- Daniels, has off. Gone, Daniels has gone back in from yeah. and trying to take the, but the lines weren't even in line with with the defensive line. So like, Daniels has gone in to try and take everyone's mind off it, but we still we didn't follow it in. We should have followed it in. How much of that do you think is down to Christopher Schindler not being there? Well, to marshal it, sort of. I don't thing. think a lot of, because Jorgens is a leader in his own right. I mean, he was a leader at Copenhagen. He should be in the Premier League team. So, Crane is experienced as well. So, they should be following him regardless. We should be being taught that in defence. Yeah. Uh, Callum Wilson, though, obviously got the hat trick. He always scores against us. Yeah. Proper, I stand a bit as far as he scored twice. It's just a good player, isn't he? And yeah. Premier League quality, which I think yeah, maybe yeah, Town yeah. struggling a little bit up front. Maybe get you know a striker like him could. He's unlucky not to get an England team because when he was doing really well, he got his he snapped his ACL. So yeah. he did one ACL and then did the other one as well, like yeah, a month later or something. Last season or something. Yeah, that was shocking. Um, so you went to the game against Bournemouth. How many games is that now? You've been to in the last sort of eighteen months, two seasons. Um, I missed one game. Last season, so that's I think I've for like fifty-two competitive games, and I've done every single competitive game this season. So yeah. What was the one you missed last year? Brighton, because I wasn't allowed to go because I was at school. The home game. No, the away game. Ah, right. So I was going to say that. Home... I, I, I yeah. Planning on going, but wasn't allowed to. Um. So you're, you're obviously Terry's TV is your sort of thing. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about how that started and how you got into it? Well, basically. I was watching a lot of YouTube videos, like people doing match day experiences. I tried it before with one of my friends, but that well, my it was I think it was twenty fifteen when we lost two, two nil or two one to Burnley. I think it, um, I obviously did. They had Danny Ings up front, scored a penalty, and my vlog got quite like five hundred views, something like that. Not too good, but good for a small channel got a lot of good feedback and then he did the Leeds one and totally ruined it I thought I'm not going to carry on this so I started watching a lot more people like Dave O'Birmingham and people like that obviously because they do really 
really good videos and I thought I'd probably want to try this so I thought I'd do it with Chef Wednesday and I didn't really plan it out but it fell perfectly into place because Chef Wednesday and Middlesbrough are off to both of them games and my first vlog got like 8,000 views and then Borough got, vlogs got like 6,000 views which is pretty good which got me quite a bit of polarisation then it dropped a bit then up and down really if we, if we win we get a lot of views if we yeah. lose 1,000 so last season must have been quite a, a good year being that town yeah, one I mean well my Sheffield Wednesday playoff one's my highest one we 18,000 and I thought my, my Wembley one had got a lot more than that but my like, Wembley one got like 5,000 Palace one got 14,000 which I'm pretty pleased about because obviously for all the travelling that I did yeah in terms of since you've started it then what what have been sort of the best games that you've seen maybe not just for the blog but you personally which ones stand out in your mind I really enjoyed Fulham away even though I lost 5-0 because that, that was such a good day out I really enjoyed that I've got to say Sheffield Wednesday in playoffs is one of them probably Rochdale Rochdale in the Africa that, yeah. that got quite a good reception that's when I videoed the games and I got the goals in I think one of my clips got used in FA Cups, like big end of season promotional FA mm-hmm. Cup thing, and I got contacted by them to publicise one of their events. Um, Palace definitely for one of them. Yeah. I'd like to see United, but it don't really stand out as much to me. I don't know why. Fair it just enough. Really stand out. What are some of the worst games you've seen then? I imagine they would have been probably pre David Wagner. What, before I start my vlogs? Yeah, just just in town in general. Norwich when we lost 5-0. That's probably one of the only games I've walked out of early. Nil-nil, Murray Wallace got sent off. Stupid, like nobody even argued with referee, like not send him off. All going well, nil in the half time. Three goals in five minutes, I thought, you know what, I've had enough. And then I broke my toe, walked out. Um, <laughs> A good day all round then. Yeah, and then I think, but well, I'd say Bournemouth in this. I think it was the same season when we drew one all. Um, we set off at six o'clock. There's a forty-two vehicle crash on motorway, which we told the driver not to go on. So we get there into Bournemouth at half past one, and then we break down on the way back. So we got home at one o'clock. So. I was thinking that would happen again at Bournemouth after what happened. Well, when we lose 4 0, it's going to happen again, yeah. it? but it didn't. Uh, Cardiff were pretty annoying because me and my dad's mate really wanted Powell to be sacked at that point. Cause it was, but yeah, then he got sacked after Reading and everyone thought it was a big surprise. But Andy Booth came into my school to do a talk to everyone about careers and I asked him what was this thing about because obviously nobody better heard of David Wagner. And I had a bet with my, mate, with my mates and I, <laughs> I applied for a job <laughs> before David Wagner got it, so I thought I, I should have got it over David Wagner. <laughs> yeah, or at least being his backroom staff. My, my, my great football manager experience, <laughs> I, took, I took Halifax up to, to Champions League, but I put, I put that in, I think I'll try and find email somewhere, but um, yeah, then um, I got sacked at Reading, and then, but I spoke to Andy Booth and he said, oh yeah, we've, it's been like a planned six week in advance, yeah. so... Um, talking about the games that you've been to and that kind of thing, I heard that you flew back from from Spain last season. This season, this from season. Palace, yeah. Um, well, when the fixtures got announced, I thought, well, from 
when we started doing that since like Ipswich last season, I thought something special could happen here. So I go to my dad. I don't want to go on holiday this year. Didn't listen to me, but the holiday I'm like I didn't want to go regardless. And then books were gonna go up, and he went dubs talk stupid. And I'm like listen to me. So it gets to that we go up. I'm like I told you I didn't want to go on holiday. So I get out my chemistry exam, um, for my chemistry GCSE exam. And I look at fixtures, it's Palace away, and that's one of the ones I was looking forward to the most. So I go and ring up, I'm like, I'm booking flights for this. He's like, no, you're not, I'm like, I am. So I ended up booking my flights. I think I got like £120 return from Mallorca, flying at 7 in the morning and coming back at 10 at night. So later on, my dad booked on it as well. So I left him on holiday for a day and then went, <laughs> went back on holiday. I thought, it's, well, it's how I was originally going to go to London and get trained up home because it looks like we got back so the plane got delayed on the way back so I got back like 5am on Sunday when I set off at 3am on Saturday I mean it was worth it like but then we went home on Tuesday I thought there was no point in this because I, did, I didn't leave the room for the rest of the holiday because I was like tired but it was an experience to say the least yeah that's it, dedication it, it, it was fun I mean Gatwick Airport's massive and I'll never go there again one of the most frightening landings ever on because you land at like like 90 degrees like going through clouds I thought that's when we were going over White Cliffs door I thought we're going down early here or crashing, <laughs> crashing but then we're not landing at Leeds Bradford but yeah it was really good I enjoyed it one of the best away games because obviously it paid off at travelling yeah is that the game that probably stands out for you this season then so definitely far? will do long in memory yeah what, what games are you looking forward to over this season over this season I really enjoy going to Brighton away I think it's like other than Leeds, it's the most. I think it's one of the most. I've been there three times already, so it'll be fourth time I'll go this season. I'm looking forward to Liverpool, and that just totally ruined it. No atmosphere, no nothing. It was weird, wasn't it? Because you hear yeah. the Anfield atmosphere is supposed to be incredible, yeah, I'm, and then I'm it's telling just them that, but yeah, it's not right good. Um, no, I think. I think the ones that you see on the TV as well, European games seem to be yeah, a bit more. Yeah, like the game against Dortmund, I watched that was just unreal, but. Um, Probably looking forward to it most. I mean, I would have said City, but I've already been there. Yeah, United, I've already been there. Um, but I, am, I was just looking forward to them all, really, equally. It's all just a league game. I'm not looking forward to, like, I'm not going to kick off that I don't get Liverpool tickets if I don't, get, if I don't go to something like Burnley, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm looking forward to Southampton, because that'll be an interesting one, Watford. Cause last time I went there, the side along the touchline, that, that stand, it wasn't even built there. They were still halfway through building it, so they've done that up a lot. Um, How many grounds do you reckon you've been to then, following town? I'll have a look now. Um, <laughs> I keep track of them. I think it's 46 at the moment, but the majority I've done more than twice. Like, yeah. Palace I did twice in, a, twice in a month, because... I've never been to it before and I did league and then I went in cup yeah. last minute things that they were nobody doing any coach or all so I went in car with one of my somebody I know so I think most of the teams I've done I, cause like, I didn't go to the away games now like younger because my dad said away games are only for lads so I wasn't <laughs> allowed to go like to places like Tramier and that so the majority of the ones I've been to with the with the apart from Orion because obviously they've gone down to National League I've been my first set were MK Dons and won three two. Like a lot of them have been, and now in the Championship, Premier yeah. League kind of thing. Fair enough. What Premier League grounds haven't you been to then so far? 
Goodison, is that one you Goodison's one I've been to because when we got them in Cup, I just, we just got them back off holiday. Um, just going to Premier League and see what I have done. Stamford Bridge, did you do them in the in the Cup? I've done, no, I went not to go to that one. I've done City, done United, haven't done Chelsea. Haven't done Tottenham, but it's not White Hart Lane. Done Liverpool, done Arsenal in Cup. Burnley, Watford, Brighton, Newcastle. Done Leicester. Done, no, I haven't done Leicester. Done Bournemouth, haven't done Southampton, Stoke, Everton, West Brom. So yeah, the Ellen wants to go. I've done West Ham, Swansea and Palace this season. So tick off most of them, most of the other ones then this season. Yeah, I think we've got Premier League for get established and I might go ground up and do the rest of them. Yeah. Which would be good to just say I've done 92. Yeah. But it'll take a lot of time and a lot of money. <laughs> um in terms of this season then, what are you predicting for town? Do you think they'll stay up? Start the season I was at fourteenth. Did a football manager save that said 14th? Simulated FIFA season that said 14th, so I'm going to go with 14th. I think we should be comfortable permitting Everton don't get anyone good, like if they keep with Unsworth because they're, they're not doing too well at the moment. Mm. I think we should be comfortable. I mean, I think Brighton could be one of them teams who drop off, but they are doing really well at the moment, like we are. I mean, there's always one that falls we, away, we isn't there? We could be the one who does the mid-season drop, like we did last season. Like I know I say a mid-season drop, like we get a few, like we have November, like last season and December. I think Palace should be safe. They've got enough quality, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they're getting quite a few good results. I think Swansea are going to be the ones who really, really struggle because just. I don't think Clement's a really good manager like when he were at Derby the team that Derby had in the championship the team that they had with like Chris Martin they sent him out on loan to Fulham and it would being too defensive Yeah. he should have took them up I think anyone could have took them up I mean if, if you've got limited football experience you play the team the fans want you to play the team that they've played all this season they're in playoffs you'll take them up easy yeah uh, moving on to sort of BBC's Price of Football came out last yeah. week um, as a young fan how has that transition between the Championship and the Premiership or Premier League affected you in terms of like Price of Football and how much as well do you spend on not only tickets for games but travelling to and from games like you're saying Southampton's going to be a long trip and quite a yeah. lot of money as well yeah well um with tickets, it's not like a big jump to us, like it's give or take fiver on each ticket. Like, obviously, some championship teams give you fiver and tenner for under 18s, whereas I paid £25 for West Ham, which they just had one standard concession price, which I didn't agree with. But, like, Southampton have just released ticket ticket info for our game. It's £20 for adults and £18 for under 18s, which I'm not going to argue because it's the grounds I want to go to, I want to go and support team. And, I'll pay whatever price. It's the travelling because there's a lot more southern games from what there was in the championship. Which like, if you don't book it early, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So like now I'm looking at Watford train tickets. That's sixty quid already. Then this Southampton. Um, Bournemouth would have been quite expensive if I could, if I was to go on the train, but I went on the coach, which is thirty. So I think young people who don't go, their parents are priced out of football quite a bit because I mean if you don't have a job you're going to struggle yeah. to pay for them if, when you get a job you want to pay for football it conflicts with football so it doesn't really work either way but I'm lucky to do fan voice with 90 men who cover my expenses cover my expenses to pay for games 
So basically, if I can't afford, they'll get me a train ticket, mm-hmm. which hopefully they're doing for Watford and Southampton. Yeah. Well, as well, town are kind of, I guess they're leading the Premier League in terms of affordable football yeah, as well. But, so it might be yeah, different if home. you were a, United, a young United fan or something yeah. like that. Like home games, very cheap, I like that. But it, see, if we weren't as lucky as we are, we have been, like from as League One days, and a lot of these younger fans who are coming in now would have all supported. I hate to say it, but with Bradford being successful in Capital One Cup, they would have probably gone and supported Bradford or Leeds. And I mean, fair play, Bradford cheese season tickets, but if you go to Leeds, like an under 18 season ticket is more expensive than what our adults were last season. And I think they still are now, give or take a couple of quid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're really lucky to have a cheap ticketing system that we have, but if do you know where to sell the club which is very highly unlikely so like say like uh, somebody who Bournemouth have got for example a Russian billionaire and they put price of tickets in to keep price up to like £400 for adults we would lose a lot of fans yeah absolutely um, moving on as well looking forward to the weekend uh, Manchester City at home I obviously I think we'll <laughs> really I mean, look at it we played more or less same we did at Swansea beat United so we're going to be safe Fair enough. I like the confidence. What's your prediction then? Um, six nil City. Six. <laughs> Head six nil City. Heart two one town. Because I think we could actually losing by less than two goals is a win. Yeah, definitely. Because they're on fire moment. But I've seen on Sky Sports News he says he's going to play kids. So I don't know if that means Champions League game, but I think he'll rotate the team for yeah. our game, which could. Give an incentive to us to attack them more if they're yeah. a bit inexperienced. And with Christopher Schindler coming back from suspension yeah, as well. Yeah, that'll be a massive, massive boost for us. I mean, we'll find a defender who can pass the ball out effectively. I mean, Sanka's a great defender at blocking and that, but he can't pass the ball. <laughs> he's got the vision. I, li- I like his. Uh, he's got, he's, he like tries the, the long range passes, but it doesn't it's quite. It's like me creating creating like stuff for YouTube and thumbnails. I can see what I want to do, but it never <laughs> ever comes out like that. <laughs> So do you reckon, so you're saying head says loss, heart says win. Yeah. Who who are you thinking will start that game then? Because obviously Jonas Loss will start in goal. Right, so I think we'll go back to Smith and I had a good had a great game, but Malone he can't do it for me. He's far too attacking for a team like. Yeah. See, I mean, Love is quite attacking, but he can do a good good job defending. Whereas Malone just he tends to get caught. In like no man, no man's land between like halfway line and our box. So I think we'll go for Smith, Schindler, yeah, Zanka, Lover. I think we should. I think we should go for Williams and Hogg. Had it in centre midfielders. Then. Do you think they'll go to the the four three three, which works against United, and have Hogg, Smith, and Moy? With Moy slightly more advanced. Yeah, like Moy slightly more advanced, but I go. I, I think we need to drop Chunga now. Yeah. He's just not playing well for what we need. I mean, fair play to lad. He does a lot of hard. He, he works hard, but he's, there's there's no point in working hard and coming coming to no avail because he does try hard, but he just can't. I don't think he's a winger. Like obviously, it's a lot easier in Championship. We're struggling a lot more out wide. And I think we need to put in some corners. Yeah. Because Moy cannot take corners. I mean, I think he hasn't done a decent corner since he sold Schindler Ipswich. Because he, every corner he's had this season, he's barely beat, 
beaten the first man, or if he, if he has, he's gone to the second man and nobody's there. Because I think, well, Inter's got a pretty decent corner, well, set piece to take us off. I yeah. think it could be ideal for corners. And you've got a number of big, big men yeah, in the box as like, well. Could be an idea starting Mounier and De Poitier up top. I mean, like, what happened, but I mean, Otamendi's not the biggest centre back. Yeah. And Stone's out as well now. Stone's so out also, they'll play a company who's also not yeah. the biggest centre-back. Mounier, second, second best aerial player in Liga in last season, so it could work to our advantage big time. And then you'd put Ince and Van Le Parra on yeah. each wing, yeah. I mean, do what we did at Palace, just hit crossing all the time, and it'll work sometime. That's what hasn't happened this... After the great game at Palace where the crosses yeah. are going in, it just doesn't seem to have... That's they've kind of dropped the crossing and going back to championship football trying to pass the ball into the net like the last season I'm just like we need to shoot a lot more if you look at like Begovic he struggled with a lot of crosses we were putting in but there were no other end of them I mean Ake Ake's not the tallest centre back and Moon if we threw it I mean with the, just the crosses weren't going where we wanted to go it was just a bad day at the office but I think we could do it with a lot of crop like seven training sessions a week on crossing yeah just try and get us doing good crosses because it's frustrating to see really like you can see how I want him to play but it's not coming off yeah how, who are you picking up front then as well because that's a debate we've kind of had all season Depatra's obviously had Mooney X Depatra really, he is good but I can't see him doing well against say like where's Mooney I can see him he's just a bit faster than Depoitra. Yeah. A bit taller. Yeah. He's got a better leap. I mean, Depoitra's got a hot, he's a bit too defensive. I feel the way you want to play against City, hold, defend against City, like part of the bus, you, you're, you're over in the first five minutes. So if you play a bit more attack, you know, get get an early goal, if it's cap, we're capable of it, if it goes straight from off, and maybe, say, 70th minute, bring Depoitra on, try and, be a bit more of a defensive approach, but approach, but still attacking. Yeah, absolutely. If we can still hold it out. Yeah. Well, I think that brings this section of the podcast to an end. Uh, ben, thanks very much for for joining us. Yeah, cheers for having me on. Yeah, no worries. Um, for people who want to see Terriers TV, where can they find that? Um, Facebook, just search Terriers TV. Um, Twitter at Terriers TV underscore YT. And my YouTube channel is Terrius TV Vlogs, so it's Terrius TV and then Space Vlogs. And I do match, basically, I do vlogs for every single game that I go to, getting in game reactions and that. And I tried to do a few more videos like Football Manager, but I've just done one and got like 64 views in a day, so I deleted it. <laughs> I thought it was going to go well, but it didn't, so. Fair enough. Well, thanks for joining us, Ben, and uh, we'll probably see you at the Man City match this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Nu de Samsung S9 Plus. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're gonna love. April 5th, 1918, the occurrence of influenza of severe type was reported in Kansas. 
this flu will become the most deadly pandemic in modern history. How did the influenza of 1918 spread so far, so fast? And does it tell us anything about this next big outbreak? I'm Sally Helm, and this is History This Week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.